Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Don't Fuck It Up Season 2. This should be episode number four. We have been a little bit MIA, and we're going to talk about it, why we have been MIA. I believe the last episode aired on March 8th for International Women's Day. And if you haven't listened to it, go and check that out. That is a really long episode, and we probably could have made it a two-part episode, but we wanted to give you all the goods. So here we are. Jamie and I had talked a little bit in the last few weeks, but our dialogue has been definitely a little bit limited as well since we are we have been so busy. So how are you doing? I am good. And I say I hesitate to say good, but I am really great, but there's just a lot going on. So I would say rather than good or great, I am busy. <laughs> yeah. Busy is the right word. I think I, that's the same for me right now. Do you want to tell everybody a little bit what has been going on, what we've been up to, because it's not all private life, but we've been also doing some, some fun things that are in the works right now. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think uh, for me, there's, you know, personally, I would say um, real estate roller coaster. Uh, so that would be something I would chat through. Um, I've also been invited to be a CEO in a new and budding company, which is amazing. And of course, you know, new and different. And so on top of my individual client work and the work that I, that I do for the company that I'm involved with employee development, there's just been a lot happening outside of my normal nine to five. It's never a nine to five, by the way, because we're in Hawaii. So it's usually a, a, a five AM start time. Um, you know, but there's just a lot happening. So I would say to unpack the real estate roller coaster because I feel like there's so many people who are probably on the same ride. We tried for almost half of a year to find a house here on Oahu. And what was really interesting is that we thought we were in a really great place to have, you know, maybe a leg up. You know, we weren't shooting for the top of our budget. The the houses that we were looking at were not going to impact us financially from like a huge standpoint. So we had a little bit of wiggle room. We knew it's not necessarily a buyer's market right now, at least when we entered into it. And so we'd have, we'd have the space and opportunity to really push through to some of these houses. And as we jumped in, we found out, okay, it's not only not just a buyer's market. It is a seller's market and it's crazy. So 11, I think 11 offers all up. And, you know, at, at one point we were outbid by, um, a hundred thousand dollars all cash <laughs> and waiving every single contingency. There's this really great YouTube. I might have to put it in my, in my Instagram feed, but a friend of mine, a coworker actually sent it to us and it's like, 
<laughs> buying a house in 2022. And it, there's a joke of like, if you don't offer to give the sellers a puppy, you are for sure not even getting the house. <laughs> so really, really disappointing. And so we started to turn our attention. We have family in Tennessee. And so we started thinking about an investment. So if we're going to continue to rent in Hawaii, um, we we didn't purchase a home here when we moved because we wanted to make sure that we liked it here and we were going to stay. And then we were ready to purchase. But then um, the pandemic hit and we thought it would be better to pause. Turns out we should have purchased during the pandemic because nobody was purchasing. But, you know, 2020 hindsight vision, right? And so... We switched gears to investing in Tennessee. Um, the market is just like every other market, elevating quite quickly, but not as quickly. And it's much more affordable. And, you know, the the rents are very similar to what the mortgage payment would be. And if we decided to Airbnb the property rather than do a long-term lease, we would actually have a house to stay in when we went to, you know, visit, visit family. So... Started exploring that. And as we explored it, we determined that Joe, who is a project manager, he builds um, high-end custom homes, could actually make the same, if not more, in Tennessee. And the cost of living is half of what it is here. So very, very quickly did this, this shift and determined, oh gosh, well, maybe we don't actually just rent these properties that we want to purchase over there. We actually live in one and, and we do, you know, like the, the purchase and flip game in that sense. So unlike Hawaii, um, many months and many offers being turned away, we first house first offer in contract. And with Joe, I mean, he had, he had um, very, he had plentiful resources as far as a job went, but the first company that he spoke with and really, really liked um, ended up being the company that he accepted a job offer with. And so he starts, um, what is it today? It's April 6th that we're recording this. Mm -hmm. And uh, he starts on May 23rd. So it's a very quick turnaround from buying a house in Hawaii to, okay, we're moving to Tennessee. And by the way, you have 30 days to do it. <laughs> yeah. And I want to shed with you a little bit more about like all the feelings, the emotions that have gone into it, like the roller coasters up and down throughout the process of finding a house, because we spoke a little bit about that and... For people that had have never done a big move or have gone the length of moving across the world mm -hmm. or across countries or across states, I think you can relate to that really well. Because I think there is just so many deep analytical conversations that go into that. And for us, it's the same that the... the roller coaster of emotions you go through is just really really draining it is with you every minute of the way you imagine your life already to be a certain thing and you kind of have to stop your anticipation a little bit 
I feel like because you really don't know and you don't want to have false hope or I feel like I learned through the process that you want to have no expectations is the best best expectations to have almost um, because you just don't know what you will run into when you actually arrive at your destination. So yeah. tell me a little bit about your how it came to that move of or the decision making. We are doing this. This is it. How were you guys feeling and how was the shift and the pivoting from we want to live and make a life in Hawaii to actually now is the time we're going to Tennessee? It's a great question. And I think the intent of this particular episode in the podcast, right? So how do you know? And I think my mom actually was a huge, huge person who made this very visual distinction um, that helped us make this decision because she's like, I feel like you're in a funnel and not, not an up and down funnel, but a sideways funnel. She's like, and the small end of the funnel, you keep trying to shove yourself through <laughs> is Hawaii. Um, you're trying to buy a house, plant these roots. And then on the opposite side is in this case, in our case, is Tennessee, the large part of the funnel where the first real estate agent we got connected with is just, she is amazing. And she knows everyone and has really opened up so many doors for us. And the first house that we found, we put an offer on and it we are immediately into contract. I think from the time that we saw this house on Zillow to the time that we got the um, call that we were in contract was literally 25 hours. So just barely over one day after months and months and so many open houses and private showings and writing offers and wondering how much over we needed to go to be the winning bid, like all of those things. So, you know, it was really one of those things where what do we need to be happy? And it's, it, it's a value. It comes back, I think for me to a values conversation, we did our pros and cons list. Cause we're like, okay, this might actually really be happening. And are we seriously considering moving from Hawaii to Tennessee? You know, we sat down and it was really one of those things where it's like pros and cons. The pros for Hawaii right now, um, for me at least were our friends who have become family. Uh, we have this really close knit group and gosh, they are just, I mean, you, they're priceless. You can't, you can't put a value on that, but definitely on the pros column. And really the only other pro for me was the weather. I am remote, right? Both in my, my business work and then also in my um, individual client work. So I can be anywhere to do, to do work. So that wasn't really a factor for me. Joe loves the company he's with right now. And so that was a piece of it. Unfortunately, they just, in order for us to get ahead, um, you know, they're not in a position to pay him what, what he's worth and, and what is needed. And so you know, that conversation was had as well. Um, he was really transparent with the company that he's with around what was needed to, to keep him here. And unfortunately they, you know, they couldn't do it. 
And so that was a huge piece of it as well. But values from if I knew I was going to be 90 years old and mentally with it and physically with it, you know, that would be a different conversation if I had that guarantee of like, okay, great. Well, then I'm willing to work until I'm 90 to have this lifestyle with our friends and our family and, and, you know, this amazing place to call home. That's a pretty big gamble to have Joe and me at 90 being able to physically and mentally with it to work and really need to, in this sense, be, I guess responsible is responsibility is the word that's coming up. And it's not necessarily that because it's always a choice. Responsibility sounds to me like this, like old curmudgeon word, but I think, you know, we have the girls and Grace is probably not far off from getting married. She's definitely going to be someone who I don't think wants like this very bougie, expensive wedding. She probably wants to get married in the redwoods and and have a tea party for the reception. Wait, is she ever so- having a boyfriend that she's been dating for a long time? Yeah. Uh huh. Oh my yeah. goodness, that's all news. We've to talked me about this. Yeah. No, we've talked about this. So she's she's not far off, I think, from getting engaged and and we have a wedding in our future. But Kaylee, I mean, who knows? I mean, she's only fourteen. She's far, hopefully, off from getting married. But that girl is going to require a very bougie wedding and I mean unless something really shifts and change let's just be real like Kaylee's gonna be the one who breaks the big wedding who taught her that Jamie (laughs) (laughs) I don't know Sabina I don't know so, I just hear all the time, what was that? We're going to get facials and our nails done uh, all the time. And she she had to, we had an episode about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, but we want to, we want to freely do things for the girls. And when I have grandbabies, I want to be able to travel and be with them and be in a position where we can really support them in creating yeah. their adult lives. And I think this conversation, it's just, it it resonates with me so much because we've been talking about that for a while. And I think we very see the situation alike, or we are very alike in that sense. Are you having bone broth right now? Is that your I bone am. Broth? Yeah. Yep. Bone broth. This girl really learned a lot from me. She's drinking bone broth every morning now, <laughs> which is amazing. And her skin is glowing. <laughs> Not just because of Hawaii, but we, back to the topic, we have a lot of the same views on that. And I have talked to some friends that are unmarried or not having kids or wanting all that. You know, the thought really starts, I think, coming in once you have children and once you are reaching a point, I think once one of your partners reaches 40 as well, and you're realizing, man, there's only about 20 more years of work and do I really want to work another 20 years and those were all the pros that you brought up those were the pros that wanted to keep us in in California as well like we have such a tight-knit group of people there and they are our family and it is hard even now talking for me about that because I haven't seen them in so long and we miss them so so much but we also realized that When you're that busy and you work a lot, 
you might not see each other this much. And if you are living far away and you are really close, spending two weeks of quality time together or three weeks out of the year or four weeks is maybe the same amount as you see each other the whole year. And the weather was also the one thing that we were like, oh, man, we're going to miss this California sunshine. But those are the decisions you make and you just keep running with it. And this is this comes all back, I feel like, to the point of pivoting again. You just in a split second had to pivot your whole life plan and you did it so graciously so far. I think there is so much positivity in it and there is so much um, strength in it. And there is just so many good conversations that come out of it, right? Between you and your partner as well, because it just lets you reevaluate what do you really want in life when you have to make big decisions like that. And sometimes it's not that much. Sometimes it's just a little bit more freedom, freedom to have choices when you're trying to move to a place that's less expensive. Well, and it's interesting too, because freedom, um, you know, you choose the word of the year um, at the beginning of the year, you know, your intention and my always on the top values when I do those kinds of quizzes and work is freedom is my number one value, whatever it happens to mean. And for now, freedom really means getting to do whatever we choose to and not being restrained by the financial part of it. And so having family in Tennessee, it didn't make sense. We have family in California. We, we thought about that, but California, as you mentioned, yeah, great weather. Uh, I wouldn't say great weather. I mean, still has the seasons and it gets really Okay. Cold. You have not lived but, in Germany. <laughs> well, I, I know. I've visited Germany. I have not lived in Germany. And you Uh, live in Hawaii right now. So that's not comparable. I know. But that's what I'm saying. Like, (laughs) California, great weather. Probably not. I would choose Hawaii. It's Um, amazing compared to Germany. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We look at that and it's California is we'd be in the same space as we would be in Hawaii. Yeah. And as mentioned, Hawaii way better weather. So if we're going to pay the same amount and we're not going to have any like financial benefit, we're certainly not moving back to California, (laughs) you know? So it's one of those things that really comes down to the values. And Joe and I were just, we literally, it's so funny that you mentioned this, like the, the partnership and, and really being open with the communication. We were just talking about it this morning. Um, Joe is, I am, We've talked about this on this podcast. <laughs> I am not a patient person. So once we make a decision, I'm like, yep, got it. And like full steam ahead towards that North Star of whatever the decision is. Joe hates change. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. does not, he loves his routine. Like he literally, the alarm clock goes off in the morning. He snoozes exactly two times. He gets <laughs> up. He takes a shower. He comes. I, I could literally walk you. And I know, and for those of you who are listening who don't know this already, but Sabina and I, um, we are on WhatsApp so we can see each other, but we just like mute the script, mute, mute it. So we don't like have the, um, feedback. So we can see each other, which is why sometimes we like crack up and like talk about, she knew I was drinking bone broth because she could see me. (laughs) But um, no. So uh, Sabina, I could literally imitate Joe's entire morning routine. Like 
So he can I, tenors. Every day, and he loves it. <laughs> and sometimes I get the feeling Jamie and I are one person, and Tanner and Joe are one person. Yeah, it is very ridiculous similar. how similar we are, but then, of course, we are very different in certain ways, too. Yeah. I'm an extremely impatient person, and when we made the move, Tanner got the call. I got the job. I was like, tomorrow, I'm going to give my job the notice. I'm out in two weeks. I'm going to work to this day. I already have it all planned out. Um, the next day, I went to Home Depot and bought moving boxes. Yeah. And a week later, I was on my way to Germany to check out apartments. <laughs> It's hilarious. But, you know, Joe loves, loves, loves his routine. And he gets really comfortable. So he hates change. Um, and so I know this was literally, like I said, 25 hours from start to finish, uh, saw house, got into contract. It was, it was definitely a whiplash type feeling for me. And I know how quickly I move and that's my natural state that for him, if I'm feeling that way, like a kind of like a ping pong ball and, and doing all the things he's for sure feeling that way. So it's been really interesting trying to keep the communication alive and, be really strong in our partnership during all of this because let's be honest, all that Joe is doing is really around Joe's things, right? Like, yeah. and he, and that's what we were talking about this morning. So he, he, like I mentioned, he has a role. So he was doing interviews. He was sending out resumes. You know, he's been in conversation with his current company and being really transparent with them about what our needs are and, you know, where we're going to be. But I have an entire room, our guest room, that is now filled with boxes that I've packed. I've contacted all the moving companies for the house stuff, for the car. Um, I'm the one talking to the vet about, we have a really amazing cat who thinks he's a dog and he is an awful, awful traveler. So how do I get Inigo from Hawaii to Tennessee? Flights. We're going to live with our sister and brother-in-law for a couple of weeks until our house is, is ready. Like all of those things are things that I am taking care of. And Joe on the opposite side is like, whoa, this is so fast. And like, oh my gosh, I'm so stressed out. And I'm like, welcome to my world. Because <laughs> you actually are not doing any of the things. Yeah, um, we did. We, we split a lot of our, and I also thought about this podcast of being an expat podcast, because I think Jamie has done one big move before, which was from California to Hawaii. And now she's doing another big move. Um, and so was I. So we, I think we can talk a lot of stories about that. And I do believe that if you have done a big move like that across the country, you should have on your job title project manager. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Because this move along and and i think so many times i look at positions for project managers because i think i can be really good at that only because of the reason that our move, move went pretty smoothly and everything that was controllable i had under control there's always bits and pieces that you can't control 
Like if your container gets lost for three months, that's nothing you can control, <laughs> which happened to us. True um, story. True yeah, story. New story. But I think project manager is a real, like make doing a move like this. There is so many little things to organize and to think about. Even when you are the day having the move, Make sure you have a separate bag with all your cosmetics, with your favorite item in it, with your supplements in it. Don't pack anything up in a box that goes on a container. You have to think of the worst case and the best case all at once. Yeah. Well, and I think that could be said for <clears throat> not even necessarily a large move, but even just buying a home. I was joking with a friend and she's like, okay, so how's everything going? And I'm like, yeah, it's great. Like the loan is we're fine. Like it's progressing, but in order to get a conventional or FHA or whatever it is loan that you're getting, I'm like, they need, they literally need to know when your last menstrual cycle was <laughs> and how many tampons you used. That's crude, but like it's, they asked that in depth of questions and it's ridiculous. The amount of paperwork and, you know, just everything that you need to provide. So I think, um, Sabina, to your point, not just a huge move, but even the home purchase process. So to do both, which a lot of people do, right? They sell and we're not even selling our home. We didn't buy a home in Hawaii. Obviously that's why we're, we're leaving. Um, but from California to here, we wanted to make sure that that we loved it and that we wanted to live here, which we do. Um, but then the pandemic hit and, you know, we didn't purchase. So it was so interesting to think of selling a home, purchasing a home and doing this huge move across an ocean. Um, you know, there are so many things that go into it. And like you said, to bring it back to the values conversation, really what's your why? Yeah. What, gets you out of bed in the morning? What motivates you? And after you know that and you make your decision, amazing. And regardless of who who the actual like project manager is, which in this case, it's me, being in partnership and really understanding. I don't expect, like I, I joke about, oh, Joe's like, I'm so stressed. And I'm like, dude, do you know what I have been doing for the last seven days? Like, come on now. Um, I joke about it, but I don't expect him to do any of those things because I know in our partnership, I'm the one who moves forward and does all the things. And he actually then gets to, it, it affords him that space to be my support. Yeah. Right. Like I, he can, I come out of the office and he's like, he just looks at me. He's like, and you need a massage or let's put on, you know, some Netflix show for 30 minutes and just like veg out. Like you actually need to just be done for a minute. And that's, um, that's so great. I think you, yeah. and I, you know, we also have to bring it back to women are able to think of those things way differently yeah. than men are. That's just a fact. We can comprehend. I think we are also a lot more stress resistant than most men mm. and multitasking. Not to say that we won't vent out at a certain point, but I think it, at least what I learned, it takes me a lot longer to take a break and I can go a lot longer than Tanner mm. could. 
<laughs> but I think this this is probably the episode where he's going to listen. And he's like, oh, he's like, see, you do talk shit. On yeah, this is going to be the episode that <laughs> episode that our husband won. They're like, see, now they're venting it all out. <laughs> we are complete shit. shits. That's what they think in our mind, in their minds. We just fuck it up, left them right. We are useless. That's yeah, what I think. No. I'm gonna go and pop up my beer right now and sit in the backyard yeah. and not talk to them for 12 hours. Exactly. No, but I think it's it's that beautiful partnership and it's a um communication, which you know, Joe is so communicative, which I really, really appreciate. And gosh, we've just we've been together so long that I know when something's up with him and he knows when something's up with me. Like I could literally just like I said, walk out of my office, open the door, walk out of the office. He's like here's what you need. He's already got it ready for me. And he just like presents it and he's like, come on, let's, you know, this is what you need right now. So even though I, I am the doer and I'm the one who's taking on most of this project management, the support and the communication is invaluable. And so in that sense, we're both really doing our jobs, right? There's also a backstory that I didn't know about Jamie, and um, maybe she wants to tell tell the the listeners herso- yourself. But you have a backstory, a background in real estate. Mm. Um, brief background in real estate. So in California, um, did have my real estate license, and it was meant mostly for purchasing homes and not necessarily for other people, but just so that when we purchase, you know, save some of the costs and be able to use those towards construction or, um, you know, like just revamping the, the project so that we could um, rent out. But yeah, so it was kind of a loan officer, real estate agent relationship. And so I do have some insight into like the back end of real estate. Yeah. And in that sense, but you forget, I feel like it's almost like childbirth. It's a horrible, (laughs) painful experience to birth a child. Um, Same as buying a house. And then, you know, years go by and you forget and you think, oh, we should do this again. Yeah. (laughs) Then you remember. I mean, luckily, I haven't been in a situation where we even thought about well, we have thought about buying a house, but we haven't gone through it. I have some good friends that have gone through some terrible, terrible stories. And I mean, it's not just purchasing the house. It's when you actually also then have the keys in the house. It's like, what needs to get done? It's just a whole another crazy, hairy yeah. take well, on. This house was Uh, The house that we're purchasing was built in 1993, so it's uh, just a little under 30 years old, and it's same owners. So the owners who purchased it brand new are the sellers, and so um, we just got our uh, inspection report and everything. I mean, there's some minor, minor things. Thank thank goodness I know a guy who can fix houses. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, so there's a few minor things that we'll need to do and it's, it's in great shape. The downside of knowing a guy who can fix the house is that he already has phase one, two, and three of this house (laughs) renovation planned. 
So, so when is there room for us then to come and visit? Because now oh. we're going to be closer to you. The flights are a lot more less expensive. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. yeah, so you can visit at any time. It's a five and five. So plenty of room. You know, the houses we were looking at that were like 30% more than what we ended up offering for this house um, were 1,200 square feet. And this is 3,300 square feet. So it's a big house on a big lot. And Joe's big plan, so phase one, for anybody who's interested, is to renovate the basement, add a kitchen. And then that way, whilst phase two kicks off, we will all move into the basement and have like a um, renovation free zone because he's very convinced that if we have to live through an actual renovation, like where we're living in the space that is being renovated, we'll probably get a divorce. So he wanted to avoid that. We'll live in the basement uh, whilst the top two floors are being renovated. And then phase three, after that renovation happens is to blow out the back wall, add these beautiful like accordion sliding doors and have an enclosed outdoor indoor living space. So we have a third of an acre. So do you have a gym there? I'm, I was just on the tonal website yesterday. Um, All right. If you need a guide to install a house, a gym in your home, yeah, um, not, I have a guy for we're that. We're not affiliated with Tonal in any way. So just FYI, but um, maybe we could be. After I, will, I, do I, will, I will have a guy for you that will help you out and oh, set up yeah. your home gym. Oh my gosh, for sure. Yeah. So it's in the basement. So there's a bedroom that's in the basement already. Um, there's also like an office slash storage area. That storage area is going to be turned into my gym. So if this was too much talk for you right now about houses, <laughs> I think with that conversation, we just wanted to show you all how excited Jamie really is about moving because I think she is getting really, really excited besides all the craziness that's happening. I'm really excited for that too, just because we are a little bit closer together. But, yeah. Um, well, I and think I think it, bring it, it cuts off like eight hours of flight. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. And to bring it back to like, don't fuck it up the art of wellness, right? Big changes. How do you thrive through it? How do you bring levity? How do you look at the gratitude piece? How do you um, look at your screen and understand like, you know, you are the project manager and it seems like a really huge task in a very short amount of time. What do you need to take for yourself? Where do you need to put your nose to the grindstone, so to speak? And where do you actually need to say, fuck it, <laughs> close the office door, not talk to your phone and just not do anything progressive towards, towards the goal on that day because you just need space and time. So yeah. I think ultimately from a wellness perspective, really listening, I led a call today uh, for a group of people and, you know, it was around mindfulness and mm -hmm. uh, the, the, key component was meditation, which I am not patient. I suck at meditation. I know it's supposed to be good for me and I find myself avoiding it at all costs. But every time I do, 
I'm, I'm grateful and I have gratitude for it. And so I think, um, you know, just being, being in that work of, um, what we talked about this morning on that call was listening to our bodies. Our bodies are innately intelligent. You don't have to have a specific religion or anything like that to understand that our bodies, like our heart beats without us even actually asking or thinking about it. We breathe without thinking or asking about it. And so when we are, for me, I'll speak from a place of I, when I'm in this space of holy shit, like there is a shit storm of change and like, here we go. Gotta, gotta get it done. Listening to my body, that intentional listening is, is the key. And also then not ignoring what my body is telling me. Yeah. I feel like I need to be productive, but my body's telling me you actually need to slow down and rest. Yeah. Not disagreeing and pulling rank and doing it anyways. So that that's the tie to wellness for me in all of this. Uh the real estate roller coaster has been insane. And how do I thrive through it? Okay, this podcast is already getting quite long, but we wanted to tell you a few more things that we have been doing on the side because Jamie and I have started a really, really cool project. We're doing some self-enrichment right now. It is actually by our friend Stephanie, who you heard on what episode was she on? The International Women's Day episode, right? This woman is amazing. And yeah, it's been really great. So one of the things we are doing, and I thought this is so funny, I kind of want to share this. So we have to record ourselves literally blurring out what's in our brain. And I done that today for the first time. And oh man, (laughs) the shit came that came out. (laughs) And the fun part is you have to listen back to it. And actually, you basically learning how your voice sounds and you're learning to listen deep within. So, and that's something you shared already on the podcast with us. Um, so it's been, it's been an adventure and I feel like there's some, there's so much more to come. So, and at the end, um, Jamie and I have to prep a talk about a certain topic and we have to present it and we coming closer and closer to what it's, going to be i don't know if you already know what your topic is you already do i do 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 you know yours yeah i do mine too i know mine too so we might share a little bit more about that in the next few episodes so that has been going on and a lot of shifting and moving at my full-time job as well i can't believe it's already april and we are heading into spring we have longer days in Germany, which is beautiful. My kid now goes to bed later than normally, which is not so beautiful, but we are handling it. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of change going on. And I feel like there's going to be, there's a lot more change to come in the next few months. So yeah, yeah. Um, there something is lifting and shaking it up. And um, I've been doing a lot of work on my, on my own, on my mental game. And that's definitely getting stronger. And the one thing is 
for us was too, we were, you know, we committed to this podcast and we wanted to do it every other week. And we were really debating, can we skip a week? Can we not? And we were talking about this. And Jamie and I said at the end is this podcast was supposed to help us. And we telling people to take time and to sit in it and to sit in their shit and to figure things out and not stress too much because life is stressful enough. And that's why we said it's okay to skip a week or two because we need to figure things out right now. And we need to give us this extra time and space to do it because you guys only hear us talk for an hour. There's a lot more that goes on behind the scenes when recording this. So um, so I'm glad we are here together again today. We gathered here today. <laughs> yeah. We're, well, we're walking the walk, right? Yeah. We're not walking the talk about taking what you need and listening to your bodies and being present with what you do. We're actually walking the walk. Yeah. So for me, I'd rather have a recording that is very intentional than, oh gosh, we just have to do this because it's, you know, every other week. So yeah, I think skipping a bit and doing what needed to be tended to is the entire intention of yeah. the podcast. Yeah. And we're going to have a few more people on the next episode. Mm -hmm. So this is going to yeah. be really exciting. And we are piggybacking back onto what we, what we said. Well, my mom is up next. Oh, she's okay. Here. Yeah. So she's going to be the mother's day episode. She's here on Island. And oh yeah. So you're Can't hear from wait to see her. Michelle talking about, um, actually like the ultimate mother, the uh, ultimate mother of Mother's Day. So that's going to be really fun. She's been oh hard at work on a project um, with some of her peers, and I'm really excited for her to hop on and share. And we're giving your mother a really great introduction because she is one that has accomplished a lot of things. Yep, absolutely. So I'm excited absolutely. for that. I'm super excited yeah. for that. Yeah. So is there anything else? you want to cover and get out today? No, I think we're good. I think we wrapped just like thriving through major change, right? Like, and it's, it's a great, it's a great plug because we've talked about thriving through the holidays. Um, it's something that happens every year. We can prepare for it. And so this is a different kind of thrive, um, thriving through major upsets and change. Even yeah. Sabina, you said it in a really beautiful way. Even if it's good stress, it's still stress, right? Like we're excited to make this move. We know it is a positive thing for our family and for our future. And how the fuck am I going to get my cat from Hawaii to Tennessee? I, I, and it's that's that. <laughs> I mean, it's all of it. It's all of it. When you are in Tennessee again, you have to learn where things are again driving around you have to figure out the mm -hmm. roads you have to figure out what grocery store is your favorite grocery store going yeah. into a grocery store in tennessee and you're like aloha people will be <laughs> like what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with this lady it is exactly. no we yeah. had a her do they have hurricanes in tennessee i don't know i think it's tornadoes tornadoes yeah which i've never experienced um california earthquakes Hawaii, thankfully, since we've been here, um, no hurricanes, but we've had like 
tsunami warnings and things like that. But um, yeah, so just all new things. So I think that's a beautiful way to put it. Even if it's good stress, it's stress for an amazing reason. It's still stress. So uh, taking what you need and really listening intentionally to not just yourself, but also to your partner. Yeah. Right. I know if this is quick for me, it is light speed for Joe because that's just how he and I operate. So who do I need to be for him because um, of, of what's going on? And and then same, same, who does he need to be for me? A patient person and a unpatient person. Sit down. I'm going to give you a back massage, and here's a drink. By the way, like here's a cocktail. <laughs> oh <laughs> right. my god! We're going to go to bed early tonight because we both need extra sleep. Whatever it is, I think there's just so much to unpack, and it does feel really amazing to be able to chat with you about it. And you know, we're not the only people who are making big moves right now. We're not the only people mm-hmm. in this real estate roller coaster who have put a lot of sweat and hope and faith and tears into trying to purchase a home and better better their family life so it takes a certain person to make a crazy big move like that and it takes Mm -hmm. a lot of guts and a lot of resilience acknowledging that and giving yourself grace within that is super important it's i just i always admire and i have so much more respect for people that are making those quick moves and they're sticking to it and they're doing it with a lot of joy, with a lot of organization too. And you on it, girl. <laughs> so thank you doing it and it will thank happen. You. And I can't wait. Maybe, I don't know. We'll see when we got to come and visit. Flights are looking yeah. good on Skyscanner right now. You better, you better come visit. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Real Estate Roller Coaster. <laughs> I've for sure been on top of my game and I've also fucked things up. So if you are in the same boat, either buying a home or moving or contemplating one or the other, um, give yourself grace and really listen to what you need during the time so that you can show up as your best self. That's, that's really what I've been trying to do. Some days are better than others. (laughs) (laughs) and until next time don't fuck it up until next time talk to you then bye bye